What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Unrefined Project. I'm Travis. This is my buddy David, and we have Johnny Appleseed uh, handling business back here uh, behind the scenes. Hello. You can call him Mr. A. Uh, Johnny A, uh, for short. So, always invest in Apple stocks. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh, that's so hot right now. Stocks. Um, so, hey, I just wanted to um, kind of welcome everyone back. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus. Um, I fled the state for a couple of weeks. Smart man. With my family and turned the phone off and, yeah, enjoyed a little bit of, uh, of the outdoors and the rest of what this beautiful country has to offer. I was gone for about two weeks, so, uh, yeah, a little break there, but uh, we're back and a lot has, a lot has happened since... Yeah. Since I've been gone. Guess what? What happened? COVID's over. <laughs> what happened to COVID? Where did it go? Disappeared. I, it was really nice. I didn't see like maybe, I don't know, maybe a handful of masks the whole time I was gone in certain towns and places. Um, but yeah, I got back and just all the, all the fear seemed to just kind of go away. It's pretty interesting. Um, well, the news isn't running on a 24 hour cycle anymore. It's a Russia, Ukraine cycle. It's no longer the COVID cycle. That's seems to have disappeared. I don't know where it went. It's just so funny to me to have it just disappear so quickly. I don't, you know, I mean, I haven't really been paying much attention to like case numbers or any of that stuff, but like, I would assume nothing's changed from two weeks ago. No, no. I mean, everything's pretty much the same. The the case numbers, well, they say the case numbers are down. They say this is down, this is down, but they're focusing us more, well, with the news, they focus more on other shit that's going on. Why? I don't know. Like, are people still wearing masks when you go out in public? I I haven't really been. They are. They are. There's a lot of people still wearing masks in public. Um, Just going to the gym, there's, uh, it's probably about 25% still wear masks. Is it required? No, 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 no more masks uh, indoors. Uh, the people that do wear masks look at the people without the masks like we're assholes. Mm. Whatever. You yeah. don't like it, don't fucking go. Yeah. Stay away, you know? Well, I mean, does everybody believe that, like, masks do nothing? Or, or, do, or do people still think that they're protecting themselves or their loved ones because they're, they're masking? I still think some people believe that, that they're that protecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's either that or it's a social, hey, I'm better than you. That's my point. You know, that, that's exactly what I was getting It could at. be Is that. Is it just like a virtue signal? It's like a remaining grasp at straws to continue. It could be. Like I saw this term, um, long, co- uh, long social distancing, <laughs> 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 where it's like, you know, it's over and everyone's kind of getting back to what they used to do, but some people still can't let go. Oh, we're always going to have those... Cl- Bitter clingers. Isn't that what Hillary Clinton said? Bitter clingers. Bitter clingers. They're like clinging onto their mask because they don't want to. No, no. That was was Mr. Obama. Mr. Don't get all wee-weed up. Uh, Mr. Obama said that. uh, The bitter clingers. The Bible thumpers. Wait, are you talking about drone queen? Drone King? Drone King? Yes. Drone King. <laughs> Drone King. Uh, what was that? Uh, war Crimes. Clip four? <laughs> Picture four. Picture yeah, four? Yeah. Yeah, yeah look there at those guys. Drone King. All right, um, let's read this for everybody. Go ahead, go ahead. These three American men have invaded nine countries in 23 years, killed 11 million civilians, and no one calls them war criminals. Oof. But guess what? That's an oof. But guess what? Trump was the bad guy. <sighs> I remember that. Remember that. Started no new wars, signed massive peace treaties. Those guys get, you know, well, Obama got what? The, the, 
uh, what is that shit called? The Nobel Peace Prize. Nobel Peace Prize while dropping ten thousand bombs. Yeah, during his and billions of dollars in Iran. On on um on hospitals no less didn't uh didn't old HRC come out on the old interwebs uh, talking about how it's a war crime to drop um to attack a hospital in in Ukraine yeah 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 I, I recall other people doing that There's yeah a not, out there. our elitists don't they don't play by those rules oh, it's you only, know that, you it's know only that. okay if we do it right <laughs> Rule, now listen rules. here don't now listen to me don't 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 get all wee weed up on me <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that you know honestly I don't remember much um about his his earlier part of his presidency like when i started paying attention it was kind of like when uh 2012 and beyond actually it was when um fast and furious happened because i was like that was late that was much later yeah that was later right i don't really remember much of the the first you know maybe three years of the presidency but that's leaning back towards it plus i don't have a lot of a lot of the good memory but um well look, dude he came in he came in office he was supposed to be the, the you know the great unifier and stuff like that everybody was so proud and it, it worked more more americans than ever voted for him right uh, uh joe biden would uh ben no, no, biden no. would disagree with I'm that i'm not talking about modern day politics <laughs> modern 81, day politics 81 yeah, million yeah. votes man yeah, yeah most most <laughs> most ever yeah. Yeah. yeah most popular president ever you know that that's something we could talk about too because I don't believe that many people voted for Joe Biden. I believe that many people voted against Donald Trump. I don't think one single person out there actually voted for Joe Biden. Uh, I know. I know. Really. I think it was either Trump or anti-Trump. That's that. That was your vote of 2020. You yeah. are fake news. <laughs> I, I definitely know people in person that like did vote because he is who he is and his track record in government and how he's a stand up individual. Who, Biden? Uh-huh. His track record's horrible. No, 100%. I, I know people in my in my personal life that will, with a straight face, tell you that not only is he the greatest president that we've ever had. But he's never had a normal job. He's been in, he's been in you know, public sector, or private, uh, public sector for 49 years. I'm just telling you what I've been told. Man. 49 years, and he's done nothing good, except maybe, what, the 1994 crime bill? Well, but or I was that like- the Was that the 94 crime bill? I feel like as much as I have like kind of amnesia because I'm an idiot and my brain don't work very yeah, well yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, about like certain instances about oh, come on, oh, man. Oh, come Obama's on. presidency. <laughs> Joe Biden was there the whole time. He was and he did nothing. <laughs> he did nothing. Right? Like people just yeah. kind of forget, you know, they're like, well, there was Obama era policies and, you know, the yeah. Biden era policies. And I'm like, same. It's. It's the same thing. Same it's just it basically it's, it's Obama 2.0. But it's Obama all the same, behind the scenes right now. All That's all it people. is. I it's mean, the same Jen, Jen Saki was. Uh, uh, she worked uh, for the Obamas. She uh. was Hillary Clinton's spokesperson when she was Secretary of State. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, right under it's Obama, like, they just like recycle these same people through their talking heads. Of course they do. Just, of course they do. You know that's the uh, that's the establishment bureaucracy. That it's not Jen Saki. It's Pasaki, and she pasucks. You gotta you gotta pronounce Pachucky. the, the Sorry, Pachucky. The um, yeah, so just a lot of things have been happening um, with uh, Hunter Biden's laptop coming up and some discussion about whether or not the authenticness of this report a year and a half ago, you know, is bringing into question. Well, the New York Times just came out and said it was true. It's it's a legit laptop. All the stuff that was they on it was true. Admitted that it existed. They admitted it, it that it was real. That it wasn't it Russia. wasn't it wasn't Russian disinf- different disinformation. Right. They admitted that, right? Um, so I wonder what happened, which would have helped the... two years ago, right? 
Wonder we would have seen, hey, look at this family's pretty fucked up. Starts at the top. I heard the eunuch was uh, coming under fire on CNN. Uh, um, Brian Stelter? Yes. He uh, <laughs> Stop it. Was like for, he was like asked <laughs> to walk back some of the things that he had said about the laptop, and he kind of like had a little meltdown on Well, he's kind of worried. TV. He's kind of worried. He's going to be losing his job. I've heard uh, CNN's going through an, uh, an entire overhaul, <laughs> apparently. I, I don't know, you know. We'll see. That, He's the last one standing so far. <laughs> so far, yeah. Well, besides Mr. Lemont. Don Lemont. Don Lemont. Um, so the guy that likes to spit on people. Yeah. There's, there's been a lot of um, questions about that that I feel are are just kind of getting danced around by the administration. A lot of, uh, well, he's not a government employee kind of thing. Oh. I just, uh, Hunter Biden. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's just, it's really interesting to kind of see all of this... Yeah, but uh, stuff come to light because of an action that another country did, right? Like, yeah, but put yourself in 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 Trump Jr.'s shoes. If this laptop was his, dude, the world would have been on fire right now. I I know this would have been a totally different situation. There isn't just one. Yeah, there's multiple laptops and hard drives. Yeah, if this is the kind of like uh, sensitive information that can fall into the hands of some lonely tech guy in Delaware or whatever. Imagine what, like, actual governments with, you know, spy agencies and intelligent agencies. Oh, like, come on, man. Come like, on. It's not real, man. That's Russian disinformation. Come on, man. Had Russia not invaded Ukraine three weeks ago, the majority of Jim Pop would not know about potential um, 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 uh, sons and daughters working in Ukraine. They would not know about potential, yeah. you know, bioweapons labs. That'll, that'll probably get us. You know that, probably get a shutdown right there. That uh, bioweapons labs thing, That that's a, another weird little topic. If it's true then yeah, of course they shouldn't be there. If it's not true and it was Russian disinformation, shouldn't we at least find out if it's true or not? I mean, think about it. Mitt Romney went hard after Tulsi Gabbard and uh, um, what's his name? Tucker Carlson saying they should be, you know. Treason. It's treason. Treason, Literally right? Said treason. But no, that's, if it's true, if we really do have bio labs there, which I don't know, I can't prove it's not true. I can't prove it is true. Nobody seems to know, except for that lady that stood in front of um, Congress and said, we do have them, right? Now, if... But she got an out, remember? She did get, yes, she did She was given an out by Marco Rubio, because he could tell that she was like, "Uh uh-oh, I just said some shit that I shouldn't have said out loud. Yeah, but if it is true, um, and some talking heads bring it up, saying, hey, look, we need to do something about it, don't you think that's true? Should we do something about it? Should we find out if it is real? If it's not... So what? Nobody did anything wrong. You can't blame Tucker and Tulsi and stuff like that for being uh, spreading Russian propaganda if it's true. Well, let us fucking know. Let the people know. We, the people, need to know. You know, I I don't know if anybody else remembers this, but I know Pepperidge Farm remembers a couple of years ago when there was, when there was a lab leak conspiracy theory coming out of china yeah yeah. and we had a lot of like um you know uh, pundits cover you know jump on their grenade and say that it was coming from a wet lab a wet market and you know people reading bats and all this like and then months and months no it jumped from a bat to a pangolin back to a bat to a wombat to a human back to a pangolin back to a human there's got to be a monkey in there somewhere because there's always monkeys involved with these you know viruses transmitted yeah that's right it hit the aids and then it got worse you know it's gotta it's gotta go through that uh that that phase but 
we were once the cat was out of the bag that there's like this you know level four bioweapons lab in Wuhan (laughs) and then like everyone's like wait a minute we funded this shit you know what's funny we're paying for it I specifically remember a week into it they were showing the wet markets and then they they did a real quick clip over to the Wuhan Institute of Virology so I I did a real quick Google search on it right it's different now if you Google search it and it says they study back coronaviruses a week into this thing I'm like that, well, that's where it came from. I mean, wait, think about it. Come again? That's that's that, that that's the only thing that would make sense, right? I mean, that is it's usually not the hardest way forward. It's always the easiest path forward. Yeah, it wasn't. Right? It wasn't a super irrational conclusion to be able to come to putting two and two. I always together. thought it was funny. I mean, I'm no, you know. Um, virologist or anything so i, I don't know I don't, shit about i don't know him. if i can speak on that yeah. but once the kind of cat was out of the bag six eight months into the thing and more and more people were kind of like starting to talk about whether or not we kind of changed the narrative and we started demanding a few things out of china yeah well you need to let the u.n into this weapons lab and do a you know a thorough um, analysis of the potential of more dangerous right we yeah. like kind of went on this whole like you need to be held accountable thing yeah China's doing the same thing now. China came out a couple of weeks ago and said, we need to have some of our guys come into these weapon labs in Ukraine. And we yeah. need to make sure it's like, okay, where's the hypocrisy? You know, does that hypocrisy exist to the point where we're, we're actually going to let China come in there. Then we actually have to admit that they're real. Right. But yeah. So the, I watched this chick. I watched this chick. Um, she was on some talk show. I forget, I forget what it was. NBC, ABC, whatever. Um, her name is Laura Logan. I'd never heard of her before, but she goes on this like 10 minute, just wrecking shop um, rant about, you know, what's happening with the Russia and Ukraine situation and the kind of the history of Russia and Ukraine and goes hard in the paint on, on Zelensky and who he is and how long he's been in power. He's an actor. He was he was an actor before he became president. Uh, he actually played on a show uh, where he was the president on the show, and that final episode was right before he got sworn in as president of Ukraine. So he was basically playing a character. He was playing a character that the Ukrainian people liked and wanted to emulate in real life. Correct. So they they hired him. Well, he ran. They he got voted in, and um, I, f- I forget the name of the show. I used to know it. Um, he plays as the president and then he actually turned into the president, right? And he's, if you'll notice every video he's in, he's always in his green, um, his green drab and I'm no fan of Russia. Just don't get me wrong here, but I this think there's the a Putin apologist starts. Yeah. This is where all people, Oh, he's Russian propagandists and stuff like that. I, I, I think Russia's a piece of shit. Well, Putin's a piece of shit. I don't know about the Russian people. I think they're, they're whatever. They're just people just like mm-hmm. us. And I think a lot of the sanctions that we've been putting on them are hurting them more than they do Putin. Putin doesn't give a shit about our sanctions, right? He's just going to go turn to China, which whatever that is. Ooh, um, hold on. That's important. That's important. There have been some um, discussions of uh, certain countries that we purchase our oil from. Saudi Arabia. Uh, maybe not uh, dealing in the U.S. dollar with well, the countries. problem, yeah, the problem with that is in 1974, um, I think it was who was it? Nixon. Nixon signed a, an agreement with Saudi Arabia that the the dollar would directly be tied to oil, 
oil sales. All oil sales out of Saudi Arabia were handled in U.S. dollars, right? Um, and that's around the time, you know, we we're getting away from the gold standard in dollars and stuff like that. And what happened is it's been great for us because the world trades oil on the dollar, keeps the dollar strong, keeps the dollar moving, stuff like that. Now, with what's going on lately, especially with the United States back in bed with Russia trying to sign another Iran deal, which Saudi Arabia doesn't like because Iran wants to take over Saudi Arabia or bomb them to back to the Stone Age. Um, Saudi Arabia is looking at this as the United States is weak. All right, so we got to hedge our bets. What are we going to do? We're going to start trading with India, China. And if they start tra- trading in uh, yuan or yen or whatever you'd like to call it, I've heard it said, said both ways, if they start trading in the currency of China, the, the dollar's screwed mm. if that happens. Right, because that that's how we are the world currency is because of oil. We essentially demanded of Saudi Arabia yeah. in a little agreement called OPEC that we would trade our protection for your promise yep. to only sell oil in the US dollar. Correct. Correct. And now and now we've got countries like Saudi Arabia, um, even India, um, looking at us like we're not really. I mean, granted, yeah, Ukraine isn't part of NATO and it never will be. We've, um, it's not part me, of NATO. According to your vice president. Yeah, you, you, yeah she's an idiot. You know what I mean? <laughs> the Ukraine is very much already but, um, a NATO ally. So since they're not part of NATO, they don't get the same protections as all the other NATO countries and stuff like that, like Poland and, you know, all the other ones. Um, but they, it's kind of it's kind of hard to explain how it works over there. Foreign, our foreign policy sucks here. We're not doing anything to help ourselves. Everybody's looking at us as as we're weak. We're not going to help you know Ukraine stand up for itself. Blah blah. But should we? I mean, in all honesty, should we? We've no. talked for years and years, and this has been a thing for years about how corrupt Ukraine has been. Russia has been Russia's corrupt. The world. Ukraine's corrupt um russia has demands of ukraine they want to they want to recognize crimea you know that since it's been annexed they want uh, ukraine to say okay that's part of russia crimea voted to secede from ukraine yeah i know it's it's just a it's just another russian state and they want ukraine to say yes it is blah 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 but the problem we have is if russia starts selling oil to china in and no longer the dollar because they can't they can't trade in dollars anymore, right? We've we've sanctioned them out of that. Um, They've already replaced all of their credit card systems with the Chinese credit system. Correct. Once they Visa did. and Mastercard said we're no longer doing you know business in Russia because we're going to punish the Russian people for something that the Kremlin that the, did. that the government's doing. Correct, which I don't agree with. I don't think it's the Russian people's fault. I think all you're doing is driving a wedge between the West and the Russian people, and that's going to cause a whole host of other problems down the road. Uh, well, that's what that's what Putin has been warning the world for the last fifteen years. He knows what he's doing. We need to be able to have these buffer states between the West and Russia. He d- he does know what he's doing. He's not a stupid person. He's no. a piece of shit, but he's not a stupid person, right? I just don't think he should be uh, allowed to have a say in what happens. It's just such a weak, you know, stance or way to go about things when you have Jen Psaki stand up and say, you know, well, it's up to Russia. What's up? You to mean Russia Jen Psaki Psaki? What? I mean, it, it should not be up to somebody who is showing aggression towards another country, right? I mean, you have yeah. you have citizens that are that are most definitely being affected by what is happening here. 
Yeah. Right. You have citizens on both sides of the direct conflict. And then you have, um, uh, relatives of citizens all around the world. I mean, especially in the United States. Right. So it's a way to kind of use emotion to get more and more of this kind of stuff involved. But in, in reality, it should have absolutely nothing to do with us. But since we have been playing, like using Ukraine as this little like play field for politicians, children to get rich and for us to more than likely uh, funnel money in and do some money laundering and some other things that are happening. I mean, the, the country is rife with corruption. It is. Which is it why absolutely is. Crimea voted to leave in the first place. That and the... And they had a, a, a puppet installed a long time ago, but yeah, you know, a Russian puppet. It, 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 it. I think we should be allowed to kind of step back from the situation and say, why should we get involved with this, and how does this help us directly as a country? How does it help, you know, the 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 regular people afford gas by yeah. sending Ukraine military. Uh, uh, weaponry and and aid, yeah, yeah. That's coming out of directly from our taxpayers to a country that is on the other side of the world. So here, let me give you a final take on this whole Russia Ukraine thing. What I honestly believe should happen: we either need to stay the fuck out, hundred percent, stay away from it. If we're not going to stay away from it, we need to go in swiftly, as fast as possible, put it into it, take our oil, and be done with it. There is no. Exactly. There's no reason to prolong this by, oh, here's some money, here's some money, here's some, here's some uh, materials, here's some money, here's some more. You know, there's no reason to keep doing this. They keep doing this every 10 to 20 years. And you know what's weird? We didn't have this for four years. Uh, we didn't have to worry about this for four years under Orange Man Bad, right? We didn't. The Putin puppet that was installed? I mean, imagine. imagine but yet he wouldn't do that to anybody else. Imagine getting a queen inside... <laughs> For yeah. four years, and then squandering an opportunity to do your invasion during that presidency. It's yeah. such, I mean, you know, Putin's got to be just, I don't know. just an idiot. I, I, I think we either stay out of it 110%, let them do their thing, or we go in, we completely squash Russia, we completely take over, we get their oil, we get the hell out, we're done. You know, it's, 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 we can't keep playing these stupid games. We played them in the Middle East for years. 20, 20 years. Years, at 20 least years. 20 years. I got to go use the restroom. Sorry, guys. All Give right. Well, I've, I've got a little something to play off of that. 20 years. Should I stop or? 20, 20 years playing around in the Middle East is definitely one thing. But I also think that, you know, I try and ask myself what the founding fathers would want. Would the founding fathers want sons and daughters of Americans going back overseas to a continent that we literally fought? to get away from to go help out Europe it, it it doesn't make a lot of sense to me from a from a country's interest standpoint to be sending m- money that we don't have to help countries that are more than likely going to drag us into something way worse um, there was a reddit uh, post that I was reading a couple of weeks ago about these people that are joining the Ukrainian Foreign Legion. Johnny, have you heard about this? No. There, there, there is okay. So there's a Foreign Legion in Ukraine. Okay. Um, a lot of European countries have Foreign Legions. Uh, famously, the French Foreign Legion is going to exist because it, uh, or is going to be well known because it existed in a time when they actually drew, you know, 
leaned on the French um, Foreign Legion to it help. It's kind of like the Legion of Doom. Uh, it's a it's a ragtag no. bunch of like former military people from other states or f- from other countries and people that have gotten into trouble in their home countries and have been essentially like exiled or persecuted in that country, right? So it's okay. it's it's something that people can flee to and join, and then people can voluntarily join up to. It's a lot like um what happened in Rhodesia. Where a bunch of like former military guys from the U.S. and from um, Great Britain went down to Africa and joined in the Rhodesian military, but um, so anyway, Ukraine has a foreign legion, and a bunch of LARPers <laughs> from the U.S. <laughs> grabbed their like Reddit kit and their and their rifle and okay. went over to Ukraine via Poland. Poland has a a, a land bridge or something to get uh, supplies and 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 people in. To Ukraine. So all of these like kids, I don't know, 20, 30 year olds, you know, like the people that they say lives in your basement, in your mom's basement kind of stuff, right? We're all in this barracks, uh, kind of close to the Poland, the Polish border. And they were all, you know, kind of bored, but they had their cell phones. So they were like, you know, taking selfies and, and, and posting on social media. Uh, and all of them still had their geotagging on. Oh, so the Russians are monitoring social media. I mean, they're not, you know, MI6 or whatever, but they have the ability to kind of pay attention to some things. All right. Sorry about that. They were able to get the location. go yell at a kid as well. Uh, I, I, I saw it. It's all good. I'm sure you heard it. Kids yeah. happen. No, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Um, anyway, long story short, Russia found out where this barracks was and they rocket, they hit it with rockets. And I've seen some people posting about like the aftermath and right before what happened and stuff. And I just, I I really want to kind of understand how close of a, of a really shitty game that we're playing here with this kind of stuff. I mean, what's stopping someone like Putin or Russia from saying, okay, now Poland is facilitating this kind of shit from happening. What's stopping us from saying we're attacking Poland next. And then then we get dragged. They're they're already doing that, right? Russia's, uh, Putin's already come out and said, basically, um, if you know, and that's why uh, Biden backed down. If you send the MIGs, basically, if they allow Ukrainians to come into Poland or go to a NATO air base, pick up the MIGs, fly them home back to back to Ukraine, th- since those are not um, defensive weapons, they're more offensive weapons. Mm-hmm. He says whoever does that is basically part of this war now. So one more thing that I actually want and to you know if if that does happen. Welcome to World War Three. Right, it, re- it really is. Did you see? Did you see the new missile that Russia just launched? No. What uh, happened? It's they're calling it the um, the sledge or the hammer. It's this new missile. Is it is, better than our Moabs? It's it's being compared to a Moab. Really, but it has like ten times. Is Russian? We put sledgehammer in end of missile. And we dropped it on buildings. So it's a conventional <laughs> it's a conventional warhead or a nuclear warhead. So nice, it nice. kind of yeah, just yeah. works perfect. It kind of just upped the whole oh shit factor of this whole situation because the reason that all these clowns are trying to impose airspace, uh, a closed airspace, no fly zone, whatever you want to call it. No fly over, zone. Over, over no fly Ukraine. zone is a world that is a war. We're in war Russia if we control, if we impose that. Russia We're controls Ukrainian airspace. At the of course moment. they do. 
So what and do you think is going to happen if we fly a bunch of MIGs in there? Like they're going to. And that that was defend. the that was the question though. So you had the choice of we're not going to fly them in, right? Poland's not going to fly them in. Poland was was saying to Ukraine, "You come pick them up. We'll put them at a neutral base. You pick them up. You fly them home." And then Putin came out and says, "No, if that happens, whoever's helping them is part of this. You know, we're all we're doing is funding them with." defensive air to air to uh, ground to air missile stuff like that it's more defensive stuff uh, that he's considering a a mig which is a stupid old plane it's an old soviet plane in the first place he's considering that a, an offensive weapon and whoever provides offensive weapons to ukraine you're now in this war and the problem with that is if we get involved in you know if we end up getting involved that way we're involved right guess who else gets involved china because China is, I think they have more backing for Russia than anything right now. They're buying up Russian assets for pennies, pennies. They're buying up as much Russian assets as possible, knowing that one day Russia will be back in power, and guess who will own them? China. You know what Russia and China are also doing a lot of right now? What's that? Buying a shit ton of gold. Gold and silver. Yeah, like they, they are. The most they are. gold that they've ever bought over Yeah, the they're stockpiling. That I mean, that should that should tell you something right then and there. That at the end of the day, they don't necessarily care. Well, what, Russia's not buying the gold. China's buying the gold. Russia was buying a lot of gold. A lot right. of gold. They were I lying about it for a long time. And they come out. They come out like six, eight months ago and revealed that they had like ten times more than anyone thought that they actually yeah. had. So they're definitely you know stacking, as I like to say. You know, I this brings me to the next one. Do you think this is emboldening China? to go after Taiwan or is this like hey look the entire west is joined together against Russia for Ukraine's sake maybe we shouldn't go after Taiwan because then the entire west will hate us we won't be able to sell products the we same, the same reason that they didn't actually completely um uh shut down the swift system to yeah. the west in Russia they they had to keep one bank attached to swift to be able to deal with the debt Right, because there's certain yeah, they're about to, Russia is actually about to default on its debt because they're going to try to pay it back in rubles and it's not going to work because the rubles worth nothing. Well, it's worth less. It's worth less than other currencies. It's yeah. worth less than yeah. our currency at the moment. But it's worth a lot less and it's dropping like a rock. But they still because have to. to they still have to maintain rubles. some line of connection because of the import and the export that happens with that country and the rest of the world. There, there, there has to be some. Yeah, and and you and. Know, it's like pot shops Russia in California. Might, they, they can't do checks. They can't like do credit cards. They have to deal in cash because it's only legal in the state. But there still has to be some, you know, road for them to be able to. Yeah, they have an ATM inside the store. Convert, <laughs> well, <laughs> right? That's how they, they deal they with have, it. They still have to be able to deal with their transactions at some point, right? Ru- Russia isn't completely shut off from SWIFT or like completely... Um, um, you know, uh, excluded from using these systems because in reality we still do, you know, have imports and exports coming out of the country. But it's interesting to see what the people of Russia are, fl- are flocking to right now. They're flocking to cash. Yeah. Right. They're not flocking to ruples in cash just to pull it out of their ATMs They're actually trying to convert it over into the U S dollar, which is why they stopped that yeah. convertibility in Russia a couple of weeks ago. But, I mean, what's the next step, right? If that cash isn't king like it was in 2008, what's the next step? Gold and silver. Gold and silver, yeah. I mean, that's why... Rare minerals. Cobalt, palladium, platinum. Ooh, cobalt. 
um, we, were, we, we were talking about all these MIGs flying around in the air and all this like um, shipping and stuff. There's a lot of CO2 emissions coming out in the air. I'm sure Greta Thunberg uh, would not be very pleased with Greta, all of the, Greta, with Greta, all the How can, dare can you? Can we see how a, dare you? Can we get a clip two action? There we go. There what we go. So we have. You have stolen my dreams of my childhood. <laughs> get in that cobalt for your electric car. Fast as I can, Greta. <laughs> uh, I actually had that one sent to me. That's, that's a pretty good buddy the other day. I like that one. I, I like that one a lot because it just, you know, goes to show you. You know what? I I, I don't really feel bad for her. I, I kind of she's feel bad for now, her. She's 18 you guys, so she's not a kid. Yeah, we can make fun of her as much anymore. as possible. Yeah. But what kind of parents does she have that have made her fear this earth that much? She doesn't actually fear this earth that much. You think it's all, all just for fame and money? Uh, yeah, mostly. I think actually I've heard that she has that she's on the spectrum. She has some form of yeah. So is Elon Musk, and then look at Elon Musk. No, no, no. I understand, you know? but I think they're exploiting that in a certain her parents. Extent. You mean yeah? Because I think her parents are like obviously getting some help with whatever PR campaign is happening. Right? They didn't just. How dare you? I don't know. I, I it just it stinks to high heaven and the, the hypocrisy of everything. I just I love how she always talks about like you know, coming to the interviews like on a rowboat or something. Yeah, and <laughs> then her, ship that she, no, she comes on a sailboat and then her entire crew flies back home. Or, or but she talks <laughs> to somebody like, you know, uh, 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 an A-list celebrity that took their private jet over there to talk about, you know, climate climate change and how like we I'm, to... I'm John Kerry. <laughs> I'm John Kerry. You guys are wasting too much fuel. It's for me and my ketchup, ketchup factory. Yeah, yeah, that guy. My, my Heinz Empire. Did you hear yeah. what that guy said? He said, even though Russia is invading Ukraine, we can't forget the num- the number one thing is climate change. Yeah, hey, fuck you. Hey, you know what? Yeah. We were talking about we were talking about masks coming back and yeah. having a potential resurgence and all this kind of stuff. I don't necessarily know if the next lockdown is going to be because of COVID. That's right. I said the next lockdown. Because the next lockdown. It's going to happen. Uh, I think they're going to spin it some way to like be like a climate change lockdown. You think so? 100%. Make everybody stop driving everywhere. I mean, there. I mean, you heard uh, Pee Pee Butt stand up there. Old old uh, Buddha Judge took a little time off from his uh, new it's booty gig. Get it right, okay? Uh, to tell us all to go buy a Tesla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, that's one that that gets me on one weird thing go, about Tesla. Go eat cake. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hard on Tesla. Go eat cake. Okay? Love Teslas. Fun cars. Yeah. Nice cars. I they're built like shit sometimes. Whatever. Who cares? You know what I mean? The batteries. What are the batteries made of? Rare earth minerals. And? So there's there's a finite number of these and things. And lithium. Lithium, cobalt, um, all the all the other crap, right? Lithium is, that's a different story. How do you get rid of it, right? When the battery's no good in 10 to 15 years, you, what do you do with it? You what bur- do you do with it? You set it on fire, and it turns into smoke, and then okay. it goes up into the sky and turns into well, stars. Well, here where we live, our main, our main source of energy, electricity here, that's powering these lights, these cameras, is natural. Well, not right now, because it's daytime, we have solar. So we're smarter than her, but <laughs> so you're not on peak usage right now. No, no, no. What's that? Uh, no. What's that? From, we provide our own electricity during the day. What's that from? Uh, from five to nine. I don't remember. We're supposed to like not do our laundry or, or no? They or changed it. It's from oh five five at, five at night to nine p.m. Yeah, when everybody gets off of work and the sun goes down. Yeah, that's so stupid. Um, we run on natural gas, right? Our, our power plant here in the oh. Bay Area, our main power plants are natural gas. There's not very many dams around here. There's not anything like that. We run on natural gas. Not the gas that comes out of your ass, Travis. Natural <laughs> gas, okay? Um, 
So when you're going, you plug your Tesla in at nighttime when you get home from work. How are you charging that? Natural gas, right? And there's more losses in the transmission of electricity from the power plant to your house than it would to just go spend three bucks. Oh, sorry, seven bucks for a gallon of gas right now. Uh, why right? is that? So why is, is, it, that is it really so more efficient? Why is that loss so great though? What do you mean? Because it's DC, right? No. So what happens is it comes out of the plant as AC as, you know, a hundred kilovolt, kilovolts or whatever. Uh, and it gets stepped down through transformers and there's always losses. There's parasitic losses through the lines. There's parasitic losses through uh, the transformers and stuff like that. And by the time it gets to your house at 220 or 110 or however you charge your car, you're not, it's not very efficient. You're, you're really far from a plant. It, it's not efficient to charge a vehicle that way, right? Now, if you have solar and a backup battery, great. You're one step ahead of the curve. Uh, charge your batteries during the day. Drain your batteries to charge your car at night. You know, you can keep doing that forever, right? Especially if you have good sun and exposure. Do you know how expensive that is? Solar panels. We, we, like we barrier over, to entry? Barrier to entry in yeah. solar panels is 15 grand, right? Or you, or you can go with a company that's going to rip you off and charge you a hundred and something bucks a month. And they take all the tax credit. They take all the extra energy and stuff like that. They get the energy cost back from, mm. uh, say here we got PG&E, mm. right? So I love PG&E by the way. They're so awesome. in all, in all reality, is it really smart to go spend $60,000 on a car that you're still using natural gas to power? Here in the Bay Area, at least, right? If you live somewhere in like uh, where you got the Hoover Dam, like Utah and Nevada and all that kind of stuff, that is wonderful because you're charging off of hydroelectric. hydroelectric. Um, if you hydroelectric live somewhere, is... if you live somewhere that has nuclear, killer. Charge your car off of that; it's good. Uh, that's probably the most efficient you can get for an electric vehicle. The problem is, is what the batteries are made of and how much mining is done. Where do you think all the mining? happens how do you think the mining happens they're not using electric vehicles to mine these rare earth minerals they're using explosives they're using gas and diesel powered vehicles to do this they're all of this stuff and then you know what else everybody that has a a cell phone in their pocket that wants to preach about green energy should throw that fucking cell phone away right now i 110 percent agree if you have a cell phone in your pocket and you think the earth is warming too much throw the fucking phone away shut the fuck up stop talking on twitter (laughs) i'm not kidding or that there was so much energy used to make this iPad, yeah. to make my cell phone, an unbelievable amount of energy. You've got to make the phone. You've got someone to build the phone that has their their energy is being used. Then you've got to ship the phone over here via boat, there it is, plane, the ship, anything no, like that. On the, on the Usually on the ship, ships. the container ships, they right? Think about how much diesel per hour is used to just chug across the ocean. It takes like fourteen. Correct. Days so everybody that wants to be a keyboard warrior at home needs to needs to look in the mirror and say, look. I have a cell phone. This took a lot of energy to make. It takes a lot of energy to keep it running and to buy the latest and greatest. If you've got like an iPhone 1 and you're still using it and you're green peas, good for you. I believe you. And you bike to work, you're doing a good job. Shout out to you drive a car. uh, If you drive a Tesla. Yeah, Blackberry. Get your Blackberry on. But if you drive a a Tesla that is always the electronics in the Tesla. That takes a lot of energy to make those. A lot, and that energy is not coming from wind and solar alone. Well, it's all new cars now. I mean, all new vehicles after 2017 have to have a backup camera. Yeah, I mean that alone. You have like a, a miniature camera that's not being made in the Think United States. Think about the plastic the dashboard's made of. Yeah, the plastic that the dashboard is made of causes more CO2 emissions than a Volkswagen Bug puts out in 10 years of its life. Yeah, that's where hemp's the answer, though. Right. So it's. 
people don't understand it. They, they think, oh, I bought this electric vehicle. I'm saving the earth. No, to build that car, you're destroying the earth. Yeah, but you don't have to go any further right? than that. To build anything, you're destroying the earth, You can right? slap a coexist sticker on the back of the bumper <laughs> right next to your fucking um, diamond lane pass, and you get to fly past all the plebs during rush hour while your car drives itself, and you get to, you know, respond to your emails. All right, you got me, you got me started on something here. Diamond lane. All right, so carpool. Let's, let's, let's dive into the carpool lane. Hold on, hold on. Wait, how are diamond lanes funded first? We, we, we pay for them. We how, pay for them. How, how? We, with our tax dollars. Okay. What? Uh, what? What? What do we have for taxes? Which one is it? It's supposed to be on the gas tax that pays for our our, uh, our roads, right? Oh, there's a specific tax. Yeah, there's a gas. It's not just gas like tax. tax that we pay state. No, I'm sure some of property tax goes into it too, depending on if it's city, state, or federally uh, funded road. Okay. It depends. Like interstates, you know, freeways are uh, state, local ones are um, city, county, and so forth. And usually the gas tax is supposed to help cover that. They start stealing from the gas tax to pay for other weird stuff that they want to pay for. Whatever. Screw them. Peter, pay Paul. All right. So right now they're worried about emissions, price of gas. Okay. So I drive to work every day. I sit in traffic. There's a free flowing lane right next to me. It's called the carpool lane. Maybe... 1% 1% of cars out there use the carpool lane. So it's usually open all the time. But no, I'm stuck in stop and go traffic for about an hour. During certain times. During certain day. times during the day. Okay, why do we have a carpool lane? Don't you think it'd be easier that if you took the 99% of people that do not carpool, that can't carpool with anybody else, given that fourth lane, speed traffic up a little bit more, get everybody to work five to 10 minutes early with less stop and go traffic, don't you think emissions would be better? Yeah, but see, it's a straw man argument that they stood up on purpose. They dangle the diamond lane in front of people as an incentive to, to carpool get, or to well, get a green to get the green. or to get an EV. Okay, so you take an EV. Because remember, it used to be it used to be the hybrids. That it could, used to be the hybrids. Yeah, cruise, right? yeah. We had a plug-in uh, fusion hybrid. Yeah, we had one of those they, just for the sticker. They started to get people to get hybrids because of that exact reason, right? People wanted the sticker. It got to a point where too many people got it. Now that's so then a, that's, they had to say, okay, no more no more hybrids, only pure EVs. Now that's a, that's a moot point though now because people don't buy them just for the sticker anymore. People buy them because they want to we're helping the world even though it's really not that big of a difference, right? Even Elon Musk says that, you know, it's 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 not that big of a difference. We're not the technology's not there yet. We need to work on the technology. And how do you make technology happen? Energy. Without energy uses, we can't energy use usable energy, we cannot create more technologies to fix the problem that's gonna arise later, right? We need the energy. The the innovation will uh, innovation takes will be energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Innovation takes energy and that's just that's part of life. Sorry. If you don't like it, yeah, I don't know what to tell you, right? But well, going back I, to the carpool lane, if you've got, say, a 1,000 people stuck in traffic right here for 30 minutes, you've got a carpool lane, you've got two people going, they get to work, no problem, real quick. What if you open up that lane to everybody and you've got every single person now, 100% of the people can get to work five to 10 minutes faster? That's five to 10 minutes less time there on the road spitting out CO2. Stop and go traffic, we know gas engines don't like it. You use a lot more gas to get your momentum going in your car as compared to an EV, which they say, hey, you, you, go, in that, you go in the fast lane. You Go ahead, go in the fast lane. Well, an EV does better in stop and go traffic because you got regenerative braking. 
So as you're braking, you're building more electricity, Uh-oh. right? So it you're seems like... You're starting to apply too much common sense to this <laughs> yeah, argument. Right? It seems a little inverse. It seems like the guys in the EVs should have their own lane full all the time, and everybody that has a gas engine, for now, should be free-flowing, right? A gas engine works really good at 60, 65 miles per hour. You get really good gas mileage. You're not spitting out that much CO2. But when you're stop and go for an hour, that's a lot of CO2 you're putting out. 65 is just so slow. Well, that's most cars are geared for 60, 65 being most just, efficient, just right? Just let me get on the highway and go 90. Just like, you know, just get out of my way. Anybody that's ever gone and bought a car, you look at it, there's a miles per gallon for highway and then there's a yep. miles per gallon for yep. street. Okay, now 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 take that as I'm starting to sound like Obama. Now, 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 listen. Now, 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 listen here. Uh, you take that as when you're in stop and go traffic, you're getting that 14 miles Drunk per game. gallon, not the 25 miles per gallon, right? So you're now wasting more gas being in stop and go traffic. But that those numbers are also created in perfect conditions as well. Those are, but it does help, right? Yeah, if not you can, for like actual if you cannot press or, the, know, if you heat. cannot step on your brake and you can cruise at 50 miles an hour. All the way to work as compared to 20, 20 to zero, 20, zero, 20, zero, 20, zero, wasting all that gas. And it takes you longer to get to work. Yep. It takes you an extra 10 to 15 minutes to get to work because of stop and go traffic, sometimes longer. Now, if you opened up the lane and got every, everybody out there to work five to 10 minutes earlier, you just got those cars off the road as fast as possible. Isn't that the goal? Is to get the cars on and off the road as yeah, fast see, as that's, possible. That's why we don't do things like expansion projects on Highway 17. Hi, there's no reason that Highway 17 cannot be a literal tunnel. Or I-5. Or I-5 is the best example. Let's I dig fucking, into I-5. I That's that the most... Highway. Accidents happen all the time because they won't open it up. Okay, but people will say... <laughs> so I joke with my wife, like, hashtag Adelaine. The entire state of California could hashtag Adelaine... Is that the is that the hashtag? Hashtag, hashtag just Adeline. looks like two people humping. You know, well, it's it's getting shit done. Hashtag. It's creating right, friction. Right. You know, that's input, right? And energy. It's, not, it's ener- not this energy. one, right? No, it's not that. Okay, it's not that one. Just making sure. Um, hashtag Adeline could literally work on the entire state if they actually. Here's the caveat: if they actually wanted to make our lives better, having a diamond lane and restricting ninety percent of people's um, um, tr- uh, transportation ease is not making anyone's life better. Okay, there's no reason why I-5, a two-lane highway, which goes from Los Angeles to the state line, 800 yeah. miles, or sorry, San Diego, Tijuana, right? 800-some miles is two lanes about 80% of the time. All through the Central Valley, it's two lanes. And the problem is you have everybody coming from L.A. to the Bay Area trying to go like 85 miles an hour. Yeah. Right? And, and you got these, trucks doing these 55. luxury SUVs yep. and they're fucking, you know, bombing. And then you have trucks that are, you know, going 60. And you get this, like, cat and mouse game where you have, like, 15 people stacked up in the passing lane. And then you have somebody that gets upset about it. And they bomb past, like, 10 cars. And they realize they're going to have to be an asshole. And, and then slam lane. on the brakes and, and every, jump in. Yep. It's just, that's what causes the accidents the majority of the time that happens is people, like, you know, getting too close. The following distance is, is, is closed in. And then someone brakes checks somebody else. And then you get rear ends, right? If we had a third lane you wouldn't have all that negotiation happening. You would still have an instance where one truck is going faster than the other. So you have, you know, two trucks attempting to pass each other, but you still have that one lane open that you can get around. Or you enforce like what Oregon has. Right lane is the only lane you're allowed to, left is only for passing. Yeah, I I hate it when people call it the fast lane. 
because it's not what it is. No, it's, it's not. For passing. No, it's a you passing lane. Use it to pass and you know, I, I I tend to do that whenever I'm on a two lane highway here in uh, California. I do that. Why? I stay in the right lane. Why? I don't know. Because because the non passing lane is usually fucked. It's usually trash because all the trucks are over there. Yeah, and they, and they get, destroy it. Destroy the right? road, so you don't want to spend time. No, I I stay in the right lane. I I honestly I stay in the right lane unless I want to pass somebody. Then I go to the left and come back. I five is horrible. That's because you paid attention when you got your fucking driver's license. Yeah, that's something that they teach you. You know something that one thing that Europe does that I wish we would do here. It it's a law in a couple of uh, countries over there where if the traffic has gone below like ten miles an hour, you have to get off to the sides of the road. And expose the center, yeah, to allow for emergency vehicles to still be able to go through. People on seventeen could easily do that, yeah, and allow just enough for the inevitable emergency vehicle that comes down that road. And ask through the emergency ve- vehicle. Let the people die. Somebody crashes <laughs> on Highway seventeen at least once a day. They got what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I went to this really awesome place in Idaho. That had a uh, ski resort very close to it. I'm not going to name any uh, uh, actual locations because uh, all the Idahoans will hate me for it. But uh, we went up to this little ski resort and it had this little parking area that was all coned off. It was just cones. And you could tell the snow had been, you know, there all, yeah. all season. And it was a helicopter landing pad. And I started thinking about all the helicopter landing pads that I used to deal with at hospitals and a few other places and the stuff that they have to do to get just a helicopter to land in the state of California. Yeah. That shit would never fly if it was here. It was yeah. like on the side of a road. People would have stolen the cones, done donuts over there, like no respect kind of deal, right? <laughs> it was just so interesting to see this little like helicopter landing pad. But um, yeah, I mean, okay, Elon Musk, right? He has a bunch of uh, infrastructure here already in the Bay Area. Yep. You cannot tell me that there is any reason besides environmentalists wanting the rest of the people to suffer and people that are actually anti-American wanting what is worse for America. And it's all under the guise of climate change and all this kind of shit, right? There's no reason why at Deardon Station in downtown San Jose, there can't be a tunnel that shoots from there to downtown Santa Cruz. It oh, there be, could be. It could be three could lanes, be. straight as an arrow. What's the point, though? Nobody's going to take it. Dude, are you kidding me? Beach traffic on a weekend during the summer? Nobody takes VTA. It wouldn't be VTA. <laughs> Well, right now, Deardon Station is VTA. And nobody VTA. takes VTA. It would be a tunnel. You know, it's 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 one of the biggest. It would be a traps here it would in, be this, a in the three state. lane tunnel in each direction underground yeah. that you could just a, a super highway for cars. Yeah, like what uh, Elon's doing from uh, Vegas to LA. LA, right? Yep. Yeah, he's he's building he a, has the a underground couple, tunnel. He has a couple of miles. Well, that's supposed to be for the Hyperloop. Yeah, but I don't think cars. I don't think cars are ever going to actually be able to drive on that. But all right, so. On the note of roads, taxes, let's uh, jump in. We can jump into taxes whenever you're ready. I was actually going to see if we could look at a um, uh, picture number three. There we go. He's ready, Johnny. All right, Apples- there's, Johnny there's, there's our the taxes. So Johnny we've Applesby. been told. So we've been told time and time again um, by Bernie, by Biden. Hey, quick, what what are we looking at for time? Uh, we're at about fifty minutes. We're we're doing good. Okay. We're doing all right. All right. So we've been told for a long time by all our politicians that the top 10%, top 1%, top 5%, they don't pay their fair share. This is an accurate pyramid of who pays what for taxes, right? If you look at it, the actual top 25% of income earners in the United States pays most of our taxes, pays most net taxes in the United States. 
So when you hear Biden complaining about, hey, we need to we need to up taxes for the rich. Nobody over four hundred thousand will be getting any new taxes and stuff like that. Um, if you look at the purple line right there, see how it says the top twenty five percent pay fifteen point nine, and then it those are all combined. So the top twenty five percent is purple all the way to pink. Right. Okay, so this is a bit more of a uh, of an info. Um, that's the pyramid image scheme. here. <laughs> that's the pyramid scheme of well, taxes. So <laughs> someone's, right someone's going right. to want a source. Right, so yes. we'll uh, we'll figure out the we'll source. Put for this the, I'll we'll put post, the source in the link. Yeah, post the source in the link. We'll also have it available on our website, theunrefinedproject.com. So a lot of people will take, and a lot of people will take, and they'll they'll get their paycheck, and they'll see all these taxes taken out, and they'll think, oh, I pay way too much in taxes. I pay way too much in taxes. But what they forget is that at the beginning of the year, when they go and do their taxes, they get the majority of that back. They really do get the majority of that back. There's in only the refund in their refund, right? But then they get taxed again on their paycheck, and what the and what the government does is they take your taxes out, you know, you pay your taxes weekly, whatever. Um, they invest that in what they think is whatever they think, right? And then at the, at the end the of the year... going to Ukraine and yeah, so they, ISIS fighters... It's just like what a bank version. does, right? If you have money in a savings account, you, that money in your savings account actually goes towards somebody else's mortgage loan, right? They got to pay somebody. Right, so they take the money out of there because it's it just goes into a pot, a fund. They create they, that they, money they out create, of thin air. Correct. It's it's called it's, fraction, just a, it's called fractional reserve. It's just banking. a number. It's just a number. It's not actually there. But when you hear, uh, I think we have a clip on this. Uh, uh, clip thirteen. Play that real quick. Let's cut energy costs for families. An average of five hundred dollars a year by combating climate change. Let's provide an investment tax credit to weatherize your home and your business to be energy efficient and get a tax credit for it. Double America's clean energy production in solar, wind, and so much more. Lower the price of electric vehicles, saving another $80 a month that you're not going to have to pay at the pump. Ooh, that didn't age well. No, that, <laughs> that didn't. Was, that was from a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. It didn't that age did not. well. Uh, so that's the, uh, that's the State of the Union address. We know that that happened a couple of weeks ago. That um, was. That we, was. We had a lot of stuff that we were going to do with that, but we just stuck with what is still relevant now three weeks yeah, yeah, yeah. later since you know time is just flying so quick now yeah so they go on from that giving people giving people subsidies and giving people this and stuff like that and then they say that wealthy needs to pay their fair share on top of that right well it's, those, clown, it's clown world shit it, it, it's 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 stupid yeah it's just dumb these people don't understand economics and if they do understand economics what they do is they buy votes Right, they're literally just buying votes. Right, he wants subsidies for solar, wind, all this so child much, tax so credit. Like, what, He's promising us stuff, right? Saying, "Oh, well, this will help. This will help. This will help." And we're going to make the rich pay for it. We're going to make the rich pay for it. The rich need to pay their fair share. That's not true. They already pay more than anybody else in taxes by far. You can make, say, you make ten thousand dollars a year. You're you're on the poor spectrum. Whatever you have paid in taxes, you get back plus more. So I'd like to break that down a little bit more um, and figure in out. In that picture? In that picture. Yeah, I go think, back to picture three. I, I think we can do just a little bit to kind of. I think of, it was picture three or whatever it was. I don't know. Uh, tax pyramid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. So I, I think we can do a little bit more to try and understand who these percentages actually are, right? Because if we start putting, painting a picture of, of who exists inside of these brackets, I think we get a better idea of who actually the top 5% is or who actually the top 25% of the top 25% is there's a lot of politicians in there. 
Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of politicians in the top 25%, you know, the, the, the Nancy Pelosi's, the Joe Biden's, the, the, you know, Kamala Harris's. They're all in that top 25%. So, so they've made smart investments because, well, not really smart investments, but they've made investments because they know what laws are going to pass. Basically doing what Martha Stewart did, but Martha Stewart went to jail for it. Well, okay. Right? So but that's because she wasn't in. Yeah. She was out. Uh, I, I, I want to understand like what the threshold is of earnings is, right? Like, do you have to make, where is a hundred, someone who earns a hundred K a year fall with that's going to that? be in that, probably in that orange category down there. Okay. So the top 10%. Well, here in the Bay area, it's different, right? We're in a totally different bracket. So we may be in the purple, purple bracket right there. That's what right? I wanted to get at. So a hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money annually. $200,000 in, in, in California if that was just a pyramid of California, $200,000 would be the blue. It, since this is the United States wide, 200000 is now the pink. Right. Right? Not the bottom pink. Sorry, the light pink. The top 5%. Right. I know at $200,000, you are between purple and, and uh, the, the light pink. So Nation, you're paying nationwide. a lot more in taxes. I know I pay, I, I pay enough taxes to support um, somebody you know, that makes, what, $30,000 a year. If somebody makes $30,000 a year, I'm paying your salary. Between federal and state, you are taxed at least thirty grand. At least. Uh, more than that when you add state into that's, it, that's, right? That's about what I'm at as well, right? So, so people can deduct from how much we pay in taxes to uh, roughly how much we make. But my point is, if you make under $100,000 household annual income, you're considered at, at or below the poverty line in the state of California. You are. Yes, you are. But they don't look at that. See, that's why I, I, that's why federalism is good, right? That's why states need to make up their own rules, right? Fed, the feds are not as strong as the states. The feds need to stay out of each state and let each state run its own way. Florida's having a killer time right now. They're doing an awesome job. Texas is doing a great job. Uh, their prices are going up, with. obviously, everything like that. They're doing a good time, good job with taxes, with COVID, they, their own rules and everything like that. Uh, when you hear the president start talking about um, dollar amounts, it, that's not right. The, the president doesn't shouldn't talk about dollar amounts because the dollar amount changes per state, right? So a house here in California that's $2 million home is $400,000 or $400, in a different state, right? So when he says nobody under $400,000 a year is going to be taxed any more than they already are, that's kind of weird because... When you're living here in California and you're making 400 grand, you're not living like a king. Mm. But if you're living in Omaha, Nebraska, and you're making 400 grand, you're living like a king. I mean, that's the problem with a lot of these trades and a lot of these unions that are nationalized. Uh, yeah, they, they, they start they, getting into the. Into they vote the, as an international organization, and and the guys in the in the really expensive areas get screwed the most, right? I mean, some someone living 3,000 miles away from me in South Carolina. Yeah is still a countryman of mine. I hope they're a patriot and they subscribe to the Bill of I'd Rights. I'd stand next to but, him on the, on the, on the war front, you know, I well, would. But his cost of living and what he pays for X, Y, and Z is completely different than what you and I pay for X, Y, and Z. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I would argue that their standard of living is probably the same, right? Because Correct. the amount of money that I make in my household doesn't go as far here as it would elsewhere. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, you... You afford your bills, you get your kids to school, you have a little bit of fun on the weekends, you work your ass off, and that's that's the grind, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying that 
you know, nobody outside of, of where I live doesn't experience that. But it's just really hard to have an apples to apples comparison between, you know, the Bay Area and Fresno. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's it just, needs to be more local. Uh, I think I think a lot of stuff needs to come down to locality. I think uh, the way taxes are handled, it needs to be handled on a local level. It does not need to be handled on a federal level. I think Joe Biden does not know economics very well, but I think he does former know. Former vice president, former vice president. I love Mister. Come you on, Steven man. Crowder. You know, you know, you know. The kids used to they used to touch my my leg hairs when I got out of the pool. They they they'd rub it up and they'd they, they'd watch the water just fling off. Yeah, yeah. Are you that talking guy. about corn pop? <laughs> corn pop. Uh, he was a bad dude. Oh, that guy. And yeah, he yeah. ran a bunch of bad boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's it's. Uh, you know, I, I I don't think taxes are handled very well. You know, I'm I'm of a libertarian mindset. There needs to be a flat tax across the board. Ooh, uh, I didn't know that. I am. I'm very libertarian when it comes to that. Ten percent across the board. That, for that's everyone. it for everybody. Doesn't matter if you nothing make nothing progressive. No, about no, no progressive taxes. Nothing like that. You if make you make a hundred thousand or you make a million, you pay ten percent. You pay ten percent. I I don't think you should pay taxes at all. That was a wartime. Uh, that was that came in during World War II. Federal taxes did. Basically, to help with the war fund. Um, yeah, I know, I know, it's not popular. All Whatever. right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you get this reaction? <laughs> did you just say that out loud? I did say it out loud, and what? I'll say it again. <laughs> I, I, I think taxes should be a, it should be a sales tax. If you don't want the product, um, you shouldn't have to buy it, right? Well, I don't think taxes should be forced upon anybody. Right. I think uh, I think say say we buy a house in a nice neighborhood with a good school and there's money being dumped into that school. Your property taxes. I, I do believe that your property taxes should be paid for that. Right. You should pay property taxes um, to help with your neighborhood. Should it be voluntary? If you want to live in that neighborhood, it's more it's more or less like a, uh, a homeowner. Like HOA. So, HOA. Sure. Yeah, correct. So you want to live in a neighborhood with a good school that's very well funded. You should help fund that school. Right, and that's and what not, churches. No big deal. That's what churches used to. Else. That's what churches used to do. Right, you, yep. you used to be able to go to your church, donate to your church, donate to the families in need. That's where community came in. We don't have that anymore. We have the government coming to our house with a gun, saying, "Give me your money." Well, we also have people. Well, they don't vir- physically we also, come. We to also our have house, people but. virtue signaling charity online, and then not even do it. Correct. Right. Like if you if you're going to give money to a charity and you post it online, you're a piece of shit. Sorry. I mean, it's, um, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be anonymous for a week for a reason. Right? Correct. You're you're not doing it for any other reason than to make yourself feel good. That Is it goes a into selfish, the self- selfish or a selfless act. There's no such thing as a selfless act. <laughs> you know, the only selfless act I can think of is motherhood, childbirth. Mm, shout out to all the moms. You know what I mean? There. Yeah, that's the only selfless act I can think of. Um, everything else is done selfishly. Right. Thank you, Mom. I love you. I know we jumped from taxes to selfishness. Look, we're on a roll, well, baby. Well, actually, tax, roll. you know, it's just I really like to have the conversations about taxes and what's happening right now with our interest rates and what's happening right now with the U.S. dollar versus the world reserve currency because yeah. I don't feel as though these topics should 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 feel so far out of reach for people. I think it should be very easy to I think to it explain. should be talked about more. I think I think people should educate themselves a little bit more on what is truly going on uh, with taxes. Why we're taxed so much here? Why we're taxed so much there? You, you know, I just found out not too long ago that a gallon of gas in the state of California, a dollar eighteen goes towards taxes. Mm. 
in the state of California. Okay, a dollar eighteen. That's including federal and state taxes, and the actual price that goes to, per gallon that goes towards the refinery, towards the trucking companies that bring it in, towards the gas stations is a dollar fourteen. Each so gas we station, paid, we pay more in taxes. We pay more in taxes than than they actually make in profit off of each gallon of gas. Uh, I think the statistic is um, gas stations here in the state, and that's why you'll see two prices. You'll see a cash price and a credit price because credit cards charge charge the um, gas station to be able to use their Visa or Mastercard, so they have to up it because they get charged for that. Um, most gas stations make four to seven cents per gallon, if that. I remember uh, talking to my mom years ago. Uh, she had a gas station she worked for. Uh, she did the, the taxes for. Um, they were making two cents per gallon of gas. Two cents. They don't make their money on gas. When you see a convenience store at a gas station, go in and buy something from the convenience store. Did you see? They, they have an auto shop. Get your car worked on there. That's how they make their money. They don't make it on gas. And everybody's like, oh, these guys are getting rich now. No, 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 no. They're did, not. Did you see the dude um, that was having diesel stolen from him? No. This happened in California, I believe. Um, uh, someone can let me know down in the comments section where it happened, but I believe it was San Bruno. There's a gentleman owns a gas station, family-run business, um, was starting to have some discrepancies in his um, uh, tank levels, right? They have a way to gauge how much fuel they have in their yeah. tanks, blah, blah, blah. And he started checking security camera footage, and he was realizing that the certain van was pulling up and had a trap door in the bottom of the floor and was literally pulling over the lids to the tanks where the, where the tankers fuel. Chopping a tube down there and siphoning Dropping it out. a tube and siphoning out. He lost thousands of gallons of diesel. Well, stop bringing your fucking van to that gas station, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a diesel truck yet. I know exactly where I was. I do, time. so sell me some of that diesel, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to get that red dye. Wait till we start dipping into the red dye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but he, so he's talking about it happened like two or three times. I think it was just around a thousand gallons got stolen. Long story short, that's five grand out of that company's, yeah. you know, out of that family's pocket. And it's not like they have that just chilling, sitting in a bank for a rainy day. I mean, these people are going to have to pay for that out of pocket because the Exxon Mobiles of the world is going to get their money. So it's, you know, right, really what gonna, other, uh, we're what really going to watch where we're pointing our fingers. But I think with pointing our fingers, we can probably finish with maybe a topic that's going to be a little, a little iffy. All right. We have, spit it out. We what have, do you got? We have one more. Um, we have one more image. We're running a little that, long here. Uh, that's all right. We'll wrap it up. We'll 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 get through this one quickly. But we have oh, I know where one more image. Going. I know have, where this is going. Yeah, have, yeah, yeah. Uh, image number one. <laughs> we have image number one, which is a super oh. <laughs> super hot topic right now. Fastest um, woman in the world, right there in the swim. There's a little plan words. Uh, everyone can see. It's uh, kind of a. It's a little meta. It's actually a take on another video of uh, an individual melting down right, so in a game store. But. While we while we've got this up there, if you don't see us on YouTube, I'm sure this might actually get us kicked off. <laughs> yeah, Let's go over to Rumble and check us out on Rumble. Um, this yeah, this, this one this might could get be, us this kicked. could be our first. Our this first could one be here. our first but, uh, ding on YouTube. Yeah. Maybe if we don't even say it, no, it doesn't matter. Uh, we got Aquaman here, Leah Thomas, which uh, is uh, an individual who's in the in the news a lot these days. Just had a swim meet. <laughs> Um, and I believe, I believe they didn't do so hot, uh, this time around. Um, they did not dominate the field like they were dominating the field. All right, Daniel, 
we also have this um, discussion about woman of the year. Yeah. All right, Mr. A, take that off the screen before we get kicked <laughs> off, please. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's it's too bad that that is just kind of being drummed up as another, like, distractionary tactic um, that's happening right now. I think it was like, um, you know, COVID isn't working, deploy the war. You know what's like, funny? No, people don't care about Zelensky anymore, deploy the, the, you know, the outrage. You know what's really funny about that is if I totally get people's ability to... Uh, I don't know whose phone's going off. Who cares? It, uh, people's ability to want to go swim with their kind and blah, blah, blah. And if he really believes he's a woman, whatever, he's a transgender. Right? He should be able to compete against other trans- transgenders. I mean, right? is, that, is that the is that the? We fix? have women's sports. We have men's sports. Should we not have... Anybody with a trucking company is going to hate this, but shouldn't we have transports? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, you we know, have, we I mean, have, is, is that not right? We, we have let them compete, Special let them Olympics. do their thing. Yeah. You know, did you just compare? Tra- no. Oh, my God. No. You're going to get us no. kicked off. I'm just saying, if there is a subgroup. A subgroup that's, of, that's, that wants to compete in certain sports, they should be competing equally against their choices. Right? <laughs> right? I, I, I don't know how to say it without being an asshole. Well, but these, you know, these are the conversations that need to be had with a little bit of humility. Could you imagine and 20? a little bit of humor because it gets awkward? <laughs> yeah, could you imagine <laughs> twenty transgenders showing up in a Pontiac transport, <laughs> uh, like a like uh, a Hyundai trailer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, transport, right? If it, oh, whatever. Uh, I'm, you know, it's. I'm seeing a lot of like feminists start to come out and you know say well yeah they should rightfully they should be they should be upset you know it's it's well, they're they're saying that they're politically homeless what's the uh, what's the four star admiral the first they called they called him the first her him I I I don't know how to say uh, it without Levin, getting in trouble Levine they they called her him thing whatever they them whoever it is the first female four star admiral. So now they're taking, they used to say, oh, no, 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 we're going to go by gender. We're going to go by gender, not sex, not sex, right? Which female is sex, male is sex, right? That's, that's, that's their sexes, right? So they, they used to say, no, it's just a gender pronoun. It's just a gender pronoun that we're going to call them. But when they first came out, they called it the first female, four-star admiral, four-star admiral, which that's not true. Well, I have a very um, interesting headline here from the Washington Examiner. It says, Hit me with it. Man edges out man for woman of the year prize. <laughs> it says Rachel Levine. Levine, sorry if I'm mispronouncing. Yeah, they're going to was give her named a- woman of the year by USA Today this week, allegedly for being one of the women across the country who have made a significant impact. Given this qualifier, it is safe to assume one of the other candidates Levine beat out was the University of Pennsylvania swimmer who we're speaking about. Leah Thomas. So we literally have a situation where you're arguing about who is the better woman and the two people that you have in that argument. Men did it better. I mean, that's... Is that what you were saying? Is that what we're telling our kids? That men do everything better? I mean, come on. Is that that what we're trying to teach our kids? That's not what I'm trying to teach my kids. That's not what I want my kids to learn. I don't want my kids to know that a man 
is better at this than a woman at her own at her own game. That's stupid. I just that's, I just that's I, stupid. I look back to a time when I was in high school and we were all very much involved in sports. Yeah, uh, a lot of my friends either played football or baseball. A lot of my girlfriends were either cheerleaders or played volleyball. Yeah, right, or were swimmers or all the above. And it has this. It has this problem where you can invest an entire lifetime into your child, uh, into a certain sport, and then you have this anomaly come in and erase all of that effort. And having a daughter now, I, I, look, I look at having an individual involved in sports uh, as not so much not so much something that I want them to spend a lot of time doing. I would rather them not put energy and effort into something like that to just become heartbroken by a technicality later. Right. So I think it's, I think it's, I think it's damaging the sport. There's quite a bit of States coming out against it now, which is actually pretty good. Um, Nobody's saying they can't compete, but in all honesty, competition is healthy, but competition needs to have, it needs to be a level playing field. Right. You know, if they're going to, if they're going to let transgender male men, and I, I I don't know how to say it. I don't I don't know the right words for it. If they're gonna let a guy that was or so, see I messed up again. If they're gonna let somebody and you're not, and you're that not was born as a male compete against women later in life, they need to let those women take as many steroids as they want. I don't know. I think all the men in that this guy had that guy had testosterone flowing through his body ninety ninety nine point nine percent of his life. That changes your physical structure. Physiology makes a difference, right? Yeah, but the now, more the more soy you consume, and the more of your foods are packaged in plastic, the more etched. It doesn't matter. You get. still you still have that upper hand because I mean, you were already. I'm I'm getting a little moovy in the chest. That's hot. In that's the chest hot, area yeah, here yeah. because and it says we the people right there too. Well, we also have you know our entire food supply is wrapped and surrounded in plastic, and it leaches estrogen. That's, that's just the, the reality. We'll of the save situation. that for another. It's it's true. I'm I'm not going full like they're turning the frogs gay here, but I'm just saying like they they have listen like, here <laughs> listen 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 here they're turning the frogs gay they have credit cards yeah. uh, they have estimated that a credit card's worth of plastic tra- passes through your body in one month. It scratches on the way out too. I heard. Oh. <laughs> Damn it! Did you just have that scratch loaded? Up? <laughs> he did. Have it, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we don't want to go uh, too crazy here. Uh, we had. Um, We're running over an hour. We already. had. We had just a little bit of talk about the interest rates. Um, we'll we'll save that for another one because yeah. uh, they're supposedly going to be raising uh, rates a little bit more, and that's something that um, David and I uh, kind of disagree on. Kind of agree on. Kind of. Agree on, kind of yeah. 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 Uh, That'll be a good the, argument. Death of the dollar. Um, I love how I've been using the term fiat for years, and my wife wife has t- completely thought that I've been crazy for using that term. And now some people that she listens to on podcasts are starting Wait, you to drive use a Fiat? Uh, Fiat 500, actually. I love the what? styling. Oh. <laughs> and Nobody then, drives um, those. You know what? I also wanted to talk about just, just quickly. We were talking about um, California and then the horrible energy and the, and the brownouts that we know we're going to have this summer. Yep. Uh, there's a, an individual just announced his um, potential run for governor. Who? I, I don't remember his name. Help me out in the comments section. Um, he is uh, he's the dude that wrote uh, San Francisco, San Francisco. Okay, and he is an advocate for homelessness and attempting to try and you know close down these open air drug markets and yeah. drug using areas. Anyway, he's announced um, his uh, go at the governorship potentially, and he's a big proponent of nuclear. That's good. That's and good. I yeah. think I, for one, am very very ignorant. When it comes to nuclear, uh, you know, all I know about nuclear is like Fukushima and Chernobyl. And well, the way nuclear shit. works is it's, it's a steam engine, right? It creates heat. 
but they're also developing new ways to potentially have these things not be able to melt down. And oh yeah, anyway, technology is getting better on that front. It's very interesting, far. you know, to, to kind of hear his take on those things. Yeah. Um. So I'll figure out his name and we can talk a little bit more about him next Sounds time. Good. But um, you want to do the outro or you want me to hit it? We can both do it if you want. Well, yeah. Split it so up, we've, baby. we've been uh, we've had a little hiatus there, but uh, we've got some stuff in the works. Um, we also wanted to start doing some shorts as well. Maybe a little uh, get a little ranty. Um, yeah. I'd like to kind of just like pop off on a few things if uh, if we can, and we'll uh, start getting back into the groove here. So yeah. Well, thank you guys for uh, watching the episode. Um, hopefully, we'll get another one out one out. I want Joe Biden right now. You see yeah, that? You're, you're Hopefully, we'll get one out here pretty soon for you again. Another one. Um, follow us. You know where? You know on YouTube, Rumble. You know Probably all not that on stuff. YouTube after this one, but maybe not on YouTube after this one. But leave a comment if you liked it. Leave a comment if you didn't like it. Leave a comment. Tell us. Tell us why you hate us. Um, I'm always in for that. I always love that. You know. Um, that's it. That's all I got for you guys. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. Thank you. Peace out, people.